ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. They won't be daunted by the Gabba. They've got the king of the Gabba as their coach. He's going to walk them around their field. He's going to tell them about how to play it. I thought you and he's going to give them, oh, I wouldn't have thought so. That man should have a statue at the front of the Gabba. From one Lion King to another. Brisbane legend Jonathan Brown on old teammate and now Carlton coach Michael Voss. This weekend, Voss's worlds are colliding. The club where he made history as a player and was discarded as a coach will take on a side that has come to embody his football ethos. His past success and failure in Brisbane has helped build himself and Carlton into a premiership contender. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily. Quentin Hull calls Aussie rules in Brisbane for the ABC. He covered Voss as a player at the Lions, as a coach at the Lions. Did we mention he's also a Carlton supporter? There's maybe no one more qualified to speak on this subject. Q, to understand Voss, the coach, help us understand the kind of player he was because there are huge chunks of our audience whose exposure to him is the odd YouTube clip. Describe him as a player. He was a man who led by example and played old school. He played hard, but fair. And you spoke of those YouTube clips. You don't have to look too far to look at his classic hip and shoulder on the Collingwood player, Alan Richardson, during his career. One of the most earth-shattering hip and shoulders of the era. He gets it down, approaching. Oh, Richardson! That bump was by Voss! And Alan Richardson, on his 31st birthday, is in a lot of strife. Uh, He was a guy that had a horrible broken leg while playing against Fremantle over in Perth in the early stages of his career, yet was able to come back. Ladies and gentlemen, number three, the captain, Michael Voss. A Brownlow medalist, a guy that had all the accolades in the game as a player, but outside of his skill, of which he had a, a fair deal, he was best known as a leader of men, a guy which would, would demand you put your body on the line if you play with and around him. And that's now partly what he's doing with the, the Carlton team. If you play for him, you must put your body on the line. I remember even one time traveling back from a, a game that I covered in Sydney and he was sitting near me on, on a plane and putting magnets on his knee to make sure that his body could still recover because not only did he have that broken leg, he famously had knee issues it was amazing what he got out of his body during his playing career. So you've got to put your heart, you've got to put your mind, you've got to put your body into it if you're a man that plays alongside or for Michael Voss. When he retired as a player, everyone wanted him. Media, footy clubs, you name it. He did a year with Channel 10 before he landed back at the Lions as senior coach. How did that stint define him at that time as a coach? It probably taught him that being a coach and leading is different to being a player and leading because as I mentioned for him as a player uh, you could only go out there and do your bit and try and lift those around you with your deeds coaching's a bit deeper than that and as much as there was some little waves of success early on for Michael Voss as a coach at Brisbane he, he largely had a group that still lifted to him as their captain not necessarily as their coach so the man management side of things outside of just being the leader of man when it came to coaching, probably didn't come to him in the first part of his his coaching tenure at Brisbane. And this was also a club that was going through significant 
change of field and the Lions didn't really know how to commercially capitalise on their success and it affected the football department as well. The board resolved that a fresh approach was required to ensure the club reached the next level. They famously tried to bring Brendan Favola to the club to, to keep things rolling on there and that didn't work out. So there are a number of things that conspired against Michael Voss in his, his stint as the, the Lions coach. He was still a very young man as well. So it was a pretty hard school for him. Yet um, to think of how successful he was as a player, it, it was quite a humbling period for him when he was eventually let go by that new Brisbane administration. Uh, the final few moments of where I sit will not take away 22 years of my experience at this club. Eventually it, it led him to uh, doing the apprenticeship after ha having having the main job, which uh, of course was a, a famous part of his path back to the senior coaching at, at Carlton. As you touch on, he's sacked in 2013 at the Brisbane Lions. This is a guy who's not used to losing in life. Could have just gone back into the media. How did he take the setback? What happens next? It was a sour time. I mean, those that were around the Lions and even Justin Lepich who followed him, uh, it wasn't even right by the time that they ended the Lepich tenure. I mean, these are massive names in the history of this football club. They wanted to roll that unbelievable success at the start of the century into sustained success. But as we know, they had to go to the bottom of the pile, having burnt not only Michael Voss, but Justin Lepich as well. But as far as Voss, he, he ends up getting a job mainly as the, the midfield general under Ken Hinckley at Port Adelaide. And he had some very good players to work with Michael Voss. So uh, I, I think he always had a desire to, to win and to be a part of successful footy teams. And obviously, without knowing the inner workings of Port Adelaide, but you can just tell that he and Hinckley obviously had a very good relationship. And the fact that he was able to get hands-on and work with a pretty talented Port Adelaide midfield group showed him how to adapt the skills that he had as a player and as a leader, but turn them into what is needed of a modern coach. And obviously, he was the line coach there, but then when the opportunity eventually came around at Carlton to go back into the senior role... I think uh, he was very well-rounded to be able to make a success of it. So finally, he gets his chance for another senior posting, this time at a club that's powerful and talented and flawed. Carlton is opening season, a brilliant surge before fading to miss finals. And when the Blues slumped to 15th earlier this year, at that point, is there a sense in the footy community that Michael Voss has again proved he's not a senior coach? That was a massive test for him and the Carlton Football Club. And in essence, Carlton and Michael Voss have both had to look themselves in the mirror and realise their strengths, but at the same time think that, you know, the path to success in footy always changes. You can't just do what you did 10 years ago. Two years ago, it was definitely not a generation ago. I mean, Carlton's brusqueness, we know, and their most recent successful era was off the back of the leadership of Stephen Kernahan, who among... You know, Craig Bradley and others was literally just bought out of the South Australian system to put Carlton back on top. The Blues thought they could keep doing that and they couldn't. So Carlton's had to evolve. And Michael Voss has had to evolve as well, yet you've still got to stay true to what you believe is, is your way forward. And I still remember distinctly halfway through this season. Tockety takes the mark. The siren sounds. They couldn't be more contrasting. The young Bombers continue to soar. 34 point winners over the Blues. The Bombers are well inside the eight. And Carlton, well, they're nowhere. Carlton could hardly score. They've got Charlie Curnow and Harry Mackay up forward, these super power forwards. 
yet Michael Voss says, we're not worried about our offense. We need to work out the way that we play defensively and then the rest will come. We're not going to be a fancy structure gets you scoreboard nourishment team. If you do not play among the hardcore elements that I want from you, attack the ball, defend the ball, put your body on the line, play for your teammate, nothing really will become successful if you don't have that at your core. It's been a lot of eyes in trying to be able to obviously rectify and get after a few things that we needed to to correct and, and believe in a process that, uh, that'll that work its way out and believe in that we needed to be able to go about creating more opportunities for ourselves and and that scoring needle will eventually change and certainly over that period of time we can test all those things. And the fact that he had to hold firm with that mid-season is one of the reasons why Carlton now finds itself in the last four. As you sort of touched on, Carlton is a club that has an affinity for sacking coaches, but they've backed him in. Their story has kind of come to mirror that of Michael Voss, the setbacks and a willingness to endure. How much has this team come to embody the one-time Lion King as the worlds of Michael Voss get set to collide? It's an intriguing story, a tantalising story on Saturday at the Gabba. Yeah, I don't know. It should be exciting, though. But without doubt, the person that's going there is a Carlton person. He was the man. Under Lee Matthews, he was the, the perfect foil for a very talented group to embody what the coach wanted in his player through a perfect leader. And, and then do we dare go down the line? Is, is Patrick Cripps to Michael Voss what Michael Voss was to Lee Matthews? You could look at the way that Cripps goes about the game. Oh, Patrick Cripps is in so much pain, guys. I wouldn't be surprised if that's a crack in his nose. They've just been trying to stop the bleeding. They've shoved toilet paper up there to try and stop it. And he wants to go straight back on the ground. A man himself who's had to struggle with his body to get up each week. A man who's won a Brownlow medal. I mean, we're seeing these crossovers here, aren't we, Stacky? Between who Voss has as his captain as who Michael was to, to the great Lee Matthews era. And, and Carlton, look, this, this massive footy machine that hasn't tasted the ultimate success since 1995. They made a grand final against North Melbourne in 1999. They've tried many a way to go back to the top of the league. Even some may suggest during that horrid period where everyone talked about the tanking and, and trying to build up draft picks. I mean, they got Matthew Cruiser to the club with a number one pick when they absolutely bottomed out. They tried the superstar full forward, Brendan Favola. The, the links are, are crazy, really. I mean, even to the point where the Brisbane Lions, every day they go out and prepare. The grass that they prepare on is named after Michael Voss, but they train on Michael Voss Oval. The, the romanticism is is seeping out of every pore of this one, Stacky. It's beautifully set up. Either way, it's going to be Michael Voss at the centre of this story. Quentin Hull, thanks so much for pulling it all apart for us. A pleasure. Headlines. Leading NRL referee Ashley Klein has been dropped from the weekend preliminary finals after two crucial errors in the Storm's narrow win over the Roosters last week. The 2022 grand final referee has been sidelined but is listed as a bunker official for the Broncos-Warriors clash. It's unclear if we return to the field for the season decider next week. Monsatome, the coach who replaced Jorge Vilda in charge of Spain's women's football team, has named her 15-person squad for the nation's next tournament. Only it's a bit complicated because it's unclear if those players are still boycotting the national team. In a further twist, Jenny Omoso, the player kissed on stage by Luis Rubiales, was not picked. Tomei said she chose to leave out the forward in order to protect her and she discussed the move with Omoso. 
And the Women's Tennis Association is holding its first event in China since the standoff over the safety of player Peng Shui. The WTA had suspended tournaments in the nation after Peng revealed she'd been forced into a sexual relationship with a politician. She later recanted from the claim, and the WTA says demands for an investigation into the matter are not progressing, hence tournament tennis returning to China. Not one player in the world's top 20 is competing, though. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Poppy Penny. Thanks to Channel 7 and Fox Sports for the extra audio used in this episode. I just cried. She cried, Brandon. I just meant it's an honour. Nation footy. I really wanted to make a difference, I guess, in the Pacifica communities. The biggest stories and most exciting Pacifica talent in the rugby league and rugby union worlds. Hosted by myself, Tenero Arona, who bleeds rugby league, and union diehard Sam Wags. We'll argue about which code is better, chat women's footy, and hear from plenty of of Nisian athletes. Nisian footy. Find it on the ABC Listen app and if you're in the Pacific, wherever you get your podcasts.